In this week's parasha we read where Rivka, after struggling with infertility for many years, finally conceives. There are twins in our womb. And the Pasik says she experiences a very difficult pregnancy. And the children struggled within her. Rashi knows the strange expression by Yisroitzitzu. Rashi explains Yisroitzitzu is from the word rots, to run. Where Rivka would pass the entrance of the Bismedrish Hashem Be'ever, Yaakov rots. Yaakov would make a run for it. Yaakov instinctively felt the Kedusha and reacted by wanting to exit the Bismedrish. So he struggled to come out of the womb. When Rivka would pass the entrance of a house of idolatry, Esav would seek to escape. But the question is, there's a famous Gemara, Masech Tasnida, that says that a fetus learns the entire Torah with a Malach while in the womb. So why did Yaakov want to get out? What could the Besmedrish of Shem Ve'ever offer that he didn't already have? He's learning Torah with a Malach. Could he possibly get a better Chavrusa than that? So the Beis Levi says something very profound. Even if Yaakov was learning Torah with a Malach, but his Chavrusa was still Esav. And that's why he wanted to get out. Since Yaakov was in the presence of the wicked Esav, it was preferable for him to forgo learning from an angel just to get away from Esav. Yaakov realized from a very early stage that it's extremely detrimental to remain connected to a wicked person. A person can have the best Rebbe, the best Chavrusa. However, if he's in a negative setting, he's surrounded by bad friends and neighbors. If he doesn't have the proper social environment, then it doesn't matter how great the Chavrusa is. The harmful elements of his surroundings will eventually bring him down. The Rambam says, It is natural for a man's character and actions to be influenced by his friends and colleagues. Therefore, a person should always associate with the righteous and learn from their deeds and keep away from the wicked, not to learn from their deeds. A person is greatly influenced by their environment and their surroundings. People that want to move to a new neighborhood will typically check out how far is the supermarket, who is the instructor at the gym, how big is the pool, how's the food in the local steakhouse, but they fail to check the important things in life. Who is the Rav in the shul, who are the neighbors? Will they influence me in a positive way? Will they inspire me to go to a shir or do chesed? Those are the crucial factors in determining where to live. There's a fascinating story brought down by the Medrash. The Medrash says that during Karm Be'esheni, there was a Yid by the name of Yosef Meshisa. He was so evil. He went to help the enemy conquer the Yidin. He was the ultimate traitor. He shared Jewish secrets with the Romans and that information helped destroy the Beis HaMikdash. After the Romans were successful in seizing the Beis HaMikdash, they approached this Yosef Meshis and they told him, as a reward for the intelligence you provided, we give you permission to enter the Beis HaMikdash and take your pick of any of the clay shars, any of the holy vessels that are in the Beis HaMikdash and take it for yourself as a gift. He went in and he chose the beautiful golden menorah. He picked it up and he walked out with it. When the Romans saw the beauty and the splendor of the menorah, they said, Yosef, sorry, not that one. You can't keep that. That is too beautiful for a lowly commoner. 
and they grabbed it away from him and they took it for themselves. Yosef, go back in and choose something else. But he refused to go back in there. They asked him, why aren't you going back in? And he said, It is not enough that I have angered my Creator once. I should go in and anger him again. So he refused to go back in. The Romans were tormenting him in an attempt to get him to go back in again. But he would not budge. They were so incensed. You must go in. And they continued to beat him and torture him. And ultimately, they killed him because he refused to go back in. Ask Reb Chaim what happened over here? What transformed him into this holy martyr? Moments ago, he's giving them information on how to defeat Klai Yisrael and to destroy the Beis HaMikdash. The lowest Yid wouldn't do that. And now he refuses to go back in to the point where he's brutally murdered all because he will anger the Rebbeinu Shalolam? What all of a sudden caused this 180 degree change? Says Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, you know what caused that change? He went inside the Makam HaMikdash. He went inside the Beis HaMikdash. He saw the oil Mayat. He saw the Heichel and the Aaron, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the place where the coin stood on Yom Kippur. And just seeing that and experiencing that Kedusha had such a tremendous impact on him that in one instant, everything changed. His Ashkafa, his perspective changed. His whole outlook on life was transformed. Your surroundings can impact you in a positive way or in a negative way. Yaakov Avina wasn't even born yet, but he taught us a life lesson. Even if your Rebbe is a Malachalakim, but if your Chavrus is an Esav, run for the hills. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.